Welcome back, everyone, to the 39 Days Podcast. I am Alex, and that is Andrew. What's going on, everyone? We are here um, just a few days before episode three of Survivor 43, and we're just going to be talking about the first two episodes, kind of previewing everything. You know, we have been busy the last couple of weeks. We haven't been able to do like individual episode recaps, but overall, I think... We're just going to, you know, just talk about what we've seen, what's happened so far and what we think is going to happen, give our opinions and stuff. So, um, Andrew, let's let's start off with what we were just talking about, which is um, one of the biggest storylines so far has been, you know, different advantages that have come in the game. And I think the biggest one that's happened so far was Cody's um, beware advantage. So. Yeah. Let's yeah, absolutely. We, we we knew that they were going to bring in that again. I think they liked the spice of, uh, hey, this could potentially give you some kind of advantage, but if you don't execute on it, it can have deadly consequences. They certainly couldn't repeat the structure of season 41 and 42, where you had the, the special phrases that needed to be uttered by one person on each of the three tribes to unlock the, the shared immunity idol. I think that's what they were calling it. And I actually, off the top of my head, don't remember the specifics of of the one that cody fell into other than the penalty for not executing was to lose your vote and he somehow was able to muster his way out of that he had to get a special bead from every player they had to attach their bags a brilliant execution of him to build this hat and say he was going to decorate it and was able to save his vote just before they went to tribal council which could have completely upended the vote with dwight already also on his tribe not having a vote um, but I do like the idea of doing something different. Um, I don't know. There may be some some blowback in that it didn't have any lingering effects like in previous seasons. Although I also didn't love the fact that if someone... And that's the thing with the, with the, the Beware Advantage in 41 and 42. If people on other tribes didn't even find it. It wasn't even like they, they didn't know to say the, the phrase or they didn't remember it or they didn't have the balls to say it. They, they they wouldn't have even found the event and the person who did is stuck without a vote for four or five tribals which is is a tough spot to be in but i do like the the, the wrinkle of keeping it in the game and having it be different this year really forces the players to to show off some cunning and cody was the perfect person to to fall into that yeah no i i agree and i think the biggest difference between this season and the previous two is that all these players have seen 41 and 42 at least they've had, they might not have, but they've had the opportunity to where the ones from last season hadn't seen 41, 41, obviously nobody knew it was going to happen because it was, you know, after right after COVID, but yeah, I think it's really, it was a good idea to switch it up, obviously, because if they had done with the phrases for a third consecutive season, everyone would have immediately known what was going on. It wouldn't have had any surprise aspect at all there wouldn't have been any like what is he talking about like the first two seasons we saw people just kind of looking at whoever said the phrase like they were insane and there was a little bit of you know a comedic effect with that and a more little bit of confusion whereas this it would have been immediately been like idol okay he's got they got an idol but with this i liked the aspect of it being individual and it having to be some, something someone had to do all on their own. Yeah, I, I, and just to be clear, Cody now has an idol, right? I, yeah, I, he. I, I believe. I. Yeah, I think he hasn't. He has an idol. They didn't really show that, but like it, it's a beware. It's a beware advantage. It's not a yeah. beware. Like it's not a break even or face negative consequences thing. Mm. They didn't actually show. Like, do the beads themselves have to be put on a string and that, that's the immunity idol? Yeah. Or does he get something in his bag when they come back from tribal? Did he already have it when they went to tribal that night? Um, unless I missed it in the edit, like, I don't think they showed any of that other than what he read when he first found it. Well, and another thing that I was, that I'm curious about is that it said in the Beware Advantage, like, people can't know why you're getting these beads. Like, what happens if they find out? Yeah. Like you're you're already losing your vote. What is going to happen if they find out? I think it just meant that you can't blatantly say, hey, I need your beads or else I can't vote. Or I need your beads to get an idol. I think short of that, oh, everything that else is sense. pretty fair yeah. game. 
Yeah, because that's a kind of exactly what Gabler did with getting his um, two tribal idol. He basically just told everyone, hey, I have an idol. Um, yeah, but he, he actually got his idol because he went to whatever we're calling the island this year. It's no longer Shipwheel Island. Yeah. Um, yeah, and- but still, it's just, I don't know. I love so. Like, like we're saying, the new the beads thing has its advantages and its disadvantages. I like it being an individual thing. It doesn't rely on everyone else. And that was, I think, one of the biggest turnoffs for the phrases thing is you didn't have a vote. You like you not having a vote didn't depend on you. You had no control over that. Where this, Cody had full control. It was all on him to execute. Right. And, and obviously anyone he chose to tell. Mm-hmm. Could help him, yeah. And I love that. Tried, but and I love that they they kind of put him on the spot for that. My problem with this was more in the editing of it, where they rushed the whole thing. They crammed this whole entire thing into like a ten minute span, and they made a whole point to make it seem like Noel wasn't going to give it up because she really yeah. wanted to give us a memento to bring. And they definitely did that for the suspense, but it would have worked a lot better if they did right, that because we went in to. To tribal, yeah, expecting Cody not to have a vote, and then Jeff said, uh, "It's two votes. What was it? Two votes, Justine. Two votes, Neca. One." Yeah, vote and then left. all of a sudden, and, there's another then, vote. It, it hits like one vote left. That means five people voted. So that means Cody did get mm-hmm. it. And of course, when they show the edit, and that they've kind of fallen into that that transition where they they pull the rope a dope on you, then mm-hmm. they they kind of do a surprise reveal and then show you the aftermath of it after the fact. Um, very like Breaking Bad esque, like that's mm-hmm. like a page out of Vince Gilligan's book, but yeah, no, and I like that, and I like the idea, and they tried to do that, but it just it came across as like there wasn't any suspense because it went basically from yeah, Noel is definitely not giving up her bead to them going to tribal and Cody immediately immediately being like, I got everyone's beads, like okay, so and they, Noel and just caved immediately. Too. We saw the hat, so I, in theory, we could have seen that there was five separate beads on there. Mm-hmm. But, oh. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It's its another one of the things, it's another one of them just kind of, the, the, the producers just like experimenting. And which, I get it. I love, and you have I, to And I do too, but at some point, you've got to just kind of stick with something and stop experimenting so much, you know? Yeah, and that's like, the one you, thing. What are you going to do? You're going to do the same Beware Advantage is 41, 42? No, I'm not saying you do the same one. I'm just saying you kind of keep some things more consistent. You can switch up a Beware Advantage, but you don't make it as, you know, completely different. You make it something like some. you have to say something to your tribe. It's not a wildly weird phrase. It's just you have to slip a... Yeah, but then, but then if you saying that, like, what happens? Do they have to respond with something? Do you have to get something out of it? Because you're just yeah. saying something. If, if it's just, hey, say something, if it endangers your game or not, if it's embarrassing or not, if it's like a truth or dare type thing, right? Yeah. And you just, you get an idol for that, then it's a no-brainer. Everyone would do it. It's like, I insert embarrassing comment here. Oh, mm. cool, here's your idol. Like, for a million dollars? Sure. What? No, and I, I get that. I just think... I wish they had kind of stuck more with kind of the ideas behind the first two instead of going direct because they knew everyone had seen the first two seasons. So obviously they didn't want to repeat things, but they basically just took the same exact things as the first one and then just kind of changed it so that it would be consistent, but not consistent. And I don't. I don't know where I'm, I like. I don't, you seem to kind of be. Like, I'm kind of flip flopping here. It's a lot of oxymoronic here. Yeah. Um, no. I just. I don't know. I didn't like the up in the air aspect of that one, and but at the same time of how they crammed that all into the last quarter of the episode. Yeah, it's funny. I was actually looking at the clock, and you can always tell by the edit time. How mm-hmm. a tribal is going to go? Like if they go to tribal with 15 minutes left in the hour episode, it's going to be wild. Some, yeah, stuff's going down. Uh, and I looked at it, and it was like two or three votes into. The, actually, they may have just been voting mm-hmm. at that point, or they just finished voting. Jeff hadn't read the votes yet, and I said to myself, like, "Oh, how much time is left? Oh, it's." Uh, I, I watched it the day after. 
um, on Paramount Plus, but there was like four minutes left in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you knew that wasn't enough time for a vote, a revote, go to rocks, whatever else. Like there was not enough drama to fit yeah. in that window. So something had to have, it was either going to be a basic 2 1 1 or 3 1 vote, um, expecting there to be four votes, obviously. And then, of course, Cody did get his vote back. And it was, was it 3 2? It was 3 1 1. 3 1 1. Okay. Yeah, it was one for. Neko, one for Cody, three for Justine. Okay. And yeah, no, th- that the editing time, though, that's not something any th- anyone can control, you know? Like, that's just something that comes with a show being correct, being set into one specific hour time slot. Uh, but there's ways around that. And I think the way that you suggested before, where they kind of make the suspense based on whether or not they, you know, Jeff pulls the fourth vote and it's, you know, not the final vote, there's a fifth one, that's when you pull the suspense card. You don't kind of, you know, point to it, just have like a neon sign saying, Cody did did the thing, look at his hat while you're at Tribal. And then all of a sudden they have this cutaway after the fifth vote being like, oh my God, he did it. Look at this. Like, yeah, we knew that already. You kind of gave it all away. Um, but yeah, I think we've done, we've, we've destroyed that, that part of the episode. Let's take, since we didn't really do a a survivor 43 premiere recap episode, Mm -hmm. we can, we can back up in time a little bit. There's no hourglass twist this season. So let's put our hourglass twist (laughs) in a way. Um, but I I think there's a a lot to be said about the cast this year because we did our, our preview podcast and we only went off the the little bit of online research we did. We didn't like social media stalk these people, read articles about them in advance. So we just got the little snippet videos, but now that we've actually gotten to meet them a little bit, there's a lot of interesting stories yeah. at play. There's a, of course there's, there's a lot of tragedy too. They, they love, mm-hmm. and I hate that. I, I'm not going to say that they're exploiting people's tragedy, but it definitely makes for good entertainment. No, I um, will. I will say I'm not, I, I get what you're saying. It's, in the last three seasons, it seems like they pick people that have a good story that, you know, is going to make for good entertainment. And that's, you know, something they've kind of only done for these last three seasons. Like before this, they would just kind of, you know, pick random people. And there would be, I just think of like seasons 35, 36, 37, 38. It was, you know, people that had, you know, different different backgrounds and stuff, but they didn't focus on their stories. Well, well, the numbers you gave, Adam did win millennials versus Gen X. I don't want to say straight. That was season thirty. No, 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 that was season thirty-three. I said thirty. Yeah, I said thirty-five to thirty-eight. All right, so. Maybe I thought you were more of a generalization there, but okay. No, um, I'm, I, I'm I, I do know what you're saying. More recent seasons, it just kind of focused on having a more a diverse group of people, which this season is definitely diverse. I'm not saying it's not because this is this has to be one of the more diverse casts in Survivor history. Yeah, it's it's just. See, I wonder if part of it's just the way they're editing it and how comfortable the, the cast is to opening up about their, their lives yeah. and certain things, right? Like everyone deals with loss and everyone, everyone experiences loss. Everyone deals with it in a different way. Some people are more comfortable getting in front of a camera mm. on a nationally televised reality TV show and just being open about the yeah, struggles. There's, there's and other people be- aren't like, there's other people who have lost family members, lost their jobs, um, had some traumatic experience and just never mentioned it on on the show, and I yeah. think that that's I, both are, are totally are, are equally as understandable, right? But I I just think about some of the the stuff they they've shown even this season, like with Noelle losing her leg and mm-hmm. Ellie's sister dying, and Cody's what was it his best friend dying? That's why he has yeah. the Libin tattoo on his bare ass. Um, <laughs> and there's a few others like. A geo talking about coming out to his parents. Mm, same with, same with Carla him. too. So yeah, right. So basically saying, um, like, if you don't choose, which is, anytime you talk about someone's sexual um, identity, it's, it's already you, you lose the argument right there when you talk about a choice. But like mm-hmm. you say, if you don't choose to be straight, like 
you're not a part of this family. Like that was heartbreaking when he said oh, that. Yeah. That's just messed up. No, it's any um, any story. Like I don't even want to call it a story because it's such a his life. Yeah, it's life and it's awful. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of the stuff to go off what you said. I there's got to be some aspect of people willing to just kind of open up about their lives for when they're being casted, you know, like, and there's gotta be a lot of groundwork that's done. So I give the producers a lot of credit for doing the background work because I just remember for when they were talking about Cody's friend dying, they went back and they like, basically they had the guy's name up. He said, you know, 1980 something to 2004 or whatever. It was a, they had an actual scene planned out for this instead of how if this was earlier seasons there would be it would just be him talking about it they wouldn't have anything like that so well, I guess and that, i think you have the benefit too of the fact that these were recorded five or six months ago so yeah, but also they, all they, seasons were yeah i know but, but a lot of this stuff is obviously done post so no and that's what i'm you talk I'm, about someone I'm saying, and, then, just, and then when they leave the island you say oh so can we can you tell us more about this this person that you talked yeah, about that's true losing can you send us some photos we can work into the into the cut mm. you got to figure out the magic of television right yeah no and i i get that i just i think there's a lot more like background in for like research that yeah. has gone into the last couple seasons just based on the edits that they've done having you know people's like photos from their childhood and stuff like that and you know, there's an upside and a downside to that. And, you know, upside is it makes for great television. It really helps you connect with it's the players. It's very compelling. It's very, it, it gives, it it gives you people to root yeah. for. The downside is it just, I don't want to say it takes away from their actual gameplay, but it takes up time. No, I know what you're saying. Essentially, yeah. you're implying that when when you focus some of the episode on their personality, the audience, you kind of want to connect with mm-hmm. who they are, not what they are. Well, and I don't mean what like like their identity. I mean like mm-hmm. what like the kind of player they they are on the island. Well, it's ultimately still a game. My thing, I is guess, that their personality is part of it. But my thing is that Jeff always talks about the show as one that. It's everyone from all different backgrounds and, you know, cultures and, you know, from how different stories, how they grew up working together and being put out of their element. And you only can you only base the entire game off of how they play in the game. You don't like where they come from. It doesn't matter. And then all then, you know, they're giving 10 minutes of screen time to exactly what they're saying doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, part of it does, right? Like No, part of it, as, it, as it does. Player, it's, it's what makes these people what it is, but I think the over like a, the focus on these people's backgrounds is kind of taking away from what Jeff has been saying, which is everyone can come together from different backgrounds and play the game. It's like, yes, but if you just kind of focus on everyone's different backgrounds, it takes away the fact it it takes it away. I don't know if that's making sense. No, no, I I get what you're saying. Okay, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I will say that through two episodes, both of our picks are still intact, um, which is yeah. Something... I, I did almost lose back to back though. Mm-hmm. Um, Although luckily for me, they were later picks. Not that that matters in as much as it not being my winner pick but yeah I, I the way say. i'm kind of kind of <laughs> that the perspective i'm trying to have this year is we each drafted what nine nine players yes yeah, nine nine each so if you have all five of your your top five of your nine make the merge let's say mm-hmm. then you can almost like a if you can kind of follow me, like like a deal or no deal type, skew, yeah, they kind of thing where like your number one player is the million dollar case, and your last draft pick is the one dollar case. So if mm-hmm. you have the most money still in play, the value of your players are still. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's like it would it means different to you where your first three picks were Janine, Geo, and Jesse. 
So if that's the final three, it it has more value than if my final three picks of Lindsay, Cody, and Dwight make the final three. It's like you have more of our fantasy value just because your first three made it's it as opposed to my last based three. on on where you drafted them. exactly just because they're on your team if mm-hmm. you put them as late as you did clearly you 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 devalued them relative to other people yeah so the fact that they made it through you just were lucky enough to take them late in the draft because no one mm-hmm. else wanted them to, yeah I, I get what you're saying and if we're going by you know deal or no deal uh metaphors here i my uh five hundred thousand dollar pick got knocked off this past episode because I picked Justine two overall Which, or four overall second. And, you know, we said at the time that was a very risky pick. I took a risk with that. It did not pay off. I didn't think she'd flame out as, as early as she did. And definitely there was some, some cunning, there's some good gameplay involved in getting her eliminated, but I did see her going out that way, not necessarily second or third, no, but I definitely saw that type of elimination where she just yeah. didn't really connect on her tribe. She probably would connect with another young female player mm-hmm. and that would kind of be the extent of her gameplay. And like, like maybe she had a brilliant gameplay had she had, maybe they won immunity that challenge and she skated through and, and didn't have to face immunity, uh, excuse me, tribal council until like fifth or sixth elimination. Right. And maybe things change, but I don't know. And that, that was one where I kind of could read a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. I I was hoping that she, if she could make the merge, I feel like she's the type that could, based on how she was the first two episodes, she definitely is the type that could talk her way far into the game, I think. You know who she reminded me a lot of, if you're oh. going to go that route? Um, had she made the merge, she could have had a similar story arc to Tori from season 42. Yeah, that's true. Remember, Tori was on the outs the whole time. The whole, the whole time, yeah. And then got there and suddenly was a challenge beast and then mm-hmm. suddenly found herself on the bottom at the very beginning, but then was not necessarily at the top, but not, but she was in the majority group for a few and lasted way longer than we expected her mm-hmm. to. So. Well, she was on the, she was in the crosshairs of her tribe in the first episode just because yeah. she went off to, I forget even what it was. It was she wasn't looking for an idol. Um, Maybe she was, but either way, it was like she was gone for like five minutes, and they she went, made a whole point of saying like you don't go looking for idols because then people. Or you, and you don't then go she for did. And and every, for idols. She almost got voted out because of it. Oh. So it's like she almost got knocked out for technically second, but almost she would have been exactly like Justine. Second. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think right now our our picks. You have Jesse, I have Ellie, and both of them. I think both of them are looking very interesting right now. Jesse played a big part in this past episode and Ellie overall has a very tragic story. Like you mentioned before where her sister died, but at the same time, she's definitely living up to what I thought she would be of. She has a lot of potential strategy up her sleeve. I love how she was talking about Was it Ellie? She's talking about, um, the male tribe mates being like her, her children. I think so. Yeah. So she, so which tri- she's on, she's on yellow. Bessie? Is that Bessie? Whatever yellow is. Bessie's red. I think now Coco's blue. Yeah. So, so the wow. yellow tribe has, I almost said woo has Owen, right? <laughs> yeah. Owen Gabler and who, Oh, Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny, right? She said Sammy's like her firstborn. Mm-hmm. And Owen's like her second. And Owen's like her second born. Yeah. Sammy, even though he's 19, he told everyone he's 22. Mm-hmm. But she said he's like the firstborn, the older one, because he's a little more independent. And Owen kind of needs the, the attention constant, of yeah, a, they, they, of the a constant re, yeah. Re, uh, encouragement and whatnot. And mm-hmm. kind of like a mama's boy type thing. Uh it's I wonder. I can see her playing that like that motherly role, even though she's mm. pretty young herself. Um, and if she does, that's a very good way to at least last until the merge. I think she's fairly um, physically capable in these challenges. She hasn't yeah. to, to be like do anything extravagant. Um, we could talk about someone who has um, in a second, but um, yeah, I think Ellie's. A, and I, 
I, I did. She's on my team, right? You picked her. Yeah, both of them are on your team. <laughs> I, I very much wanted Ellie um, just from the intro videos we saw. So mm-hmm. but the same with the show. We've said it every single time. We could feel so good about someone. They could be gone on Wednesday. In an yeah, she could, they, they could do a double elimination on Wednesday and Jesse and Ellie could be voted out. Suck for me more than which <laughs> I think would one of the funniest things would be if that happened. Like they do a double elimination and both of our picks are voted out. Please don't put that in the universe. It would be so funny. It would be funny. It would give us a lot to talk about. It would, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I am worried about Jesse because they showed a preview from next week's episode. And I think it was who else is on that tribe? Cody, NECA, Noel, and Dwight. It might be Noel because NECA and Cody are pretty tight with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might have been Noel who basically said, like, oh, he's playing both sides. Yeah. And like, if you can get away with it for a long time, and then you can have both sides feel like you're you're on their side and you're you're holding all the puppet strings. It's a great place to be. Yeah. But well, and if that's, people catch on early, like if they catch on, you're dead. If they catch on early, it's a no-win scenario for him. And that's the problem. I think Jesse's shown his cards as someone who can kind of play both sides. He played a little too hard too fast. He played a little too hard too fast, which could be, you know, helpful. Or on the other hand, people could see that. And if they're go- if they go to tribal next week, that's not good for him. And he's super personal because of everything he's gone through. We yeah. talked about but the tragedy, right? The fact that he doesn't have like a, a story of loss, but he, he was in a, LA in a game. He, he's, he's a, he's your like classic, almost rags to riches story. Like yeah. he was in a gang and had like tattoos on his face. And now he, and he has was, like, a, so ashamed by them too. And talking yeah. about like, how much he wanted to fix his identity. He's both visual and, like the actual structure mm-hmm. of who he is by getting two doctoral degrees. Yeah. And he still lives in North Carolina because he went to Duke, which is like, say what you will about their, their basketball program. And, and the, some of the people who go there, the school itself, like an education there, it means a lot. Oh yeah. Um, no, if you have a, if you have a doctoral from Duke, like that's a big deal. <laughs> a pretty smart guy. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's like, that's such a, that's such a heartwarming story to yeah. see someone like that. So, which, you know, now that we've seen him through two episodes, that type of story is why I'm a little iffy on your pick of him because yeah, me too. I felt really good until I saw that preview episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, Jesse's very cunning, but not like in a in like a snake malicious, not way. in a like Russell Hands type yeah, of way, more like in like in a, a very personal. Everyone trusts him. He can yeah. do whatever he wants. Not like in a and like a, he can push the envelope and get away with it type thing, but like he can go whatever direction he decides he wants to go and he commits to it. Mm-hmm. He has the people who will support him through that. Yeah. It's almost and like, until I saw that clip that, that it might yeah. come undone. It's almost like a heroic Shan from season 41. Like he knows that he has every, like everyone backing him. So if everyone else realizes that, It'll backfire on him, but until that happens, all gonna say, he's why a- do we all follow? Why are we all following this guy? Like he's, yeah, we're inadvertently letting him lead us. He's mm-hmm. not actively being a leader, but we're all following. All it takes. Why is, are we all following? What did all he say it takes is two people, that? like how Noel and Noel wanted to get rid of Neca after last episode. All it takes is her and Neca both going to Jesse. Well, I think her and Dwight are going to team up now because Dwight is also playing the middle. Yeah. Well, and Dwight also thought, I don't think Dwight knew that Cody got his vote back. Right. And which is the problem for Cody, at least. And it's funny because Jesse's going to get the heat for for turning that vote. But like NECA was going to vote for anyone else because she was the one getting votes. But mm-hmm. Cody, they thought, was going to vote for her, too. And he voted for Justine. So yeah. it's almost unfair to to look at Jesse voting out Justine and say, well, he's the one who choreographed the whole thing. I don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not it, saying it was, it was 100% cool. him. I'm just saying. No, no, had... I'm saying that's going to be, that's the perception I got from how they're going to perceive him. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't yeah. think anyone watching at home thinks that, but I think in the moment, at least the way they edited it, that, that his tribe mates are going to feel that way about him. Yeah. 
I, d- I definitely think Noel will. Yeah. I definitely think she'll at least try and she'll be confused because I think she voted for NECA. Yeah. So she thought everyone else was. Yeah. Which is, you know, she'll definitely have words to say about that. Yeah. So look, like I, I do want to, I did mention someone who is a total challenge beast this year, at least from the early looks of it. Not quite on the, the level of Jonathan from 42, but a very strong physical player. Player on your team, Ryan, mm. looks like an animal in these challenges. Yeah. Well, and he's another one. He has mild cerebral palsy, I believe. Yeah, he said he was born with that, right? And he, yeah, he, he was born with it. The guy is yoked, first of all. And he's... First of all, I forget... I'm now going to be going about these tribes calling them blue yellow and red until you know specified otherwise because blue is coco okay sure (laughs) whatever you say (laughs) um yeah that tribe is so far looks stacked in terms of challenges they've done nothing but dominate so far yeah the the only tribe that hasn't gone to tribal council so far yeah and they i don't think they just they look like they work well together and there's not many flaws in their game. Like we saw last episode, the puzzle was the downfall of um, red, whatever their name is. Bessie. <laughs> and that's what killed them. So, and you know, the, the, Majority of the they struggled the majority of the challenge, but you really saw just how much they were struggling in the puzzle because they had maybe a third of it done when the other two tribes finished. So yellow, I think, is another one they have. They actually finished first and won in the immunity challenge. They definitely have strength, but I think they have a few little flaws that yeah. And, and look, look at Gabler, how much he was struggling. Yeah, communication and yeah, oh, that Gabler's, was funny too. Gabler's age is definitely going to be a factor. No, and Ellie talking about how he doesn't know how to use the Hawaiian slang. Yeah, they're like, oh, what happens when it, there's like a giant blowish? What happens when you shoot the spear and it just floats away and you never get it? Yeah. Oh, just shoot into the sand. It's like, I think I don't. I like I don't want to immediately stereotype him, but I think Gabler's going to have the kind of mentality of. He's he said he said like two or three times I'm like twenty or thirty years older than everyone else in my tribe, and so and so far some people might view that as a disadvantage. Which if you look at the last couple seasons, that has been. I think, at least my prediction for him is that he kind of views that as leverage, in that his wisdom he can. You know, do whatever he wants. Because if you look at that, he was so steadfast on, yeah, I know how to use this thing. I, I've used them before. And Ellie's like, yeah, but not the Hawaiian sling. You don't know what you're doing. So I don't know if that'll be f- completely his downfall, but I don't, it, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, we, we can roll out power rankings in maybe a week or two, mm-hmm. maybe after episode four might be a good time. Yeah, that's but a good idea. If he continues on the trajectory he's on, uh, even if he's still around, I can't see him rising up that that yeah. high on the list. Now he has an immunity idol that's good for one more tribal. One more do. tribal. He's yeah. obviously going to play it on himself, so he won't be. At least he shouldn't be. I guess in theory he could he could will it to someone else or use it on someone else. But yeah. you would think, in all likelihood, everyone knows he has it. He has to use it at that tribal. He's safe uh, now. If they keep winning, he that tribal may not happen for another few weeks. Mm. But the next time they go to tribal, or he goes, if there's a tribe swap, yeah, he's definitely going to tribal at some point. And for at yeah. least that tribal, he's going to be safe. It's just a matter of whether or not he actually plays it or not. Which I think now that I said tribe swap, when was the last time there was forty they, winners at war? Okay, that's what I thought. Um, that might be an interesting wrinkle because. I, get I would it. love they if they, they do it all that. the time. And I liked a season where they kind of kept everyone intact. Now they were benefited by the fact that it wasn't three tribes of six people and mm. one tribe got decimated to like two people right out the gate. Yeah. You have to do a swap to level the numbers. But um, I, so I liked seeing the dynamic of keeping everyone together the whole time. But 
just the tribe swaps open up so much gameplay and it completely changes the the post merge game too because mm-hmm. it allows you to play with people who weren't on your original tribe and you get to know them and now you have three or four people from your original tribe who are still in the game and two or three people who you bonded with on another tribe and now you have a group of six or seven or eight whatever it is at the at the merge and you're in great shape i think one of the things with tribe swaps though is that you cannot have too many it's it, like there's a there's a thing of two like less less is more like we've seen s- seasons that have had like three different tribe swaps before the merge and that just gets chaotic you don't get to see who's lined with who and it just it doesn't work and we've yeah, also seen too many i think any more than one is too many yeah and we've also seen one do one commit to it they swap like the third episode it's like the two tribals in and they're swapped and that also i don't think works because you don't get the chance to bond with people especially if you get immediately stuck if say they do a tribe swap next week okay and it's well, next week would be would be too soon but I, I get what you're saying but go ahead yeah no it's okay say after not this one but the week after so there's 15 people they do three tribes of five i don't think people would have had the chance to make strong enough connections with each other that there would be anything to go on other than tribal lines. And I think that's kind of the point though, which Wait, sounds counterintuitive. But yeah, I but I just I allow you to I hated seeing vote outs where someone was voted out after a tribe swap solely because they weren't on like they didn't have the numbers after the tribe swap. They had no control over that. And there was nothing they could do. Yeah, no, there was I, only- I do get that. That that sucks for sure. Yeah. Um, but and- what I was getting at is that um, it forces you not to rely on like, well, I already have a bond with these three people. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. ride out us four rider dies the whole time. Right. Like you have to, it really pushes you to pivot and, and adjust. Now when it's those imbalance of numbers is really where mm-hmm. you, you have a valid point and that, that can't be undermined because if you get on a tribe of five, let's say you right, you reduce from six, six, and four. Well, that what numbers doesn't work. Six, no, five, no. And four, it's, right? It's, it's six, standard. five, and four to, to five, 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 right? Yeah. And you're on a tribe of of five with four other people who are on one tribe and you're by yourself. Like the odds but of that. There's no, there's no, this. you don't have a chance. Yeah. Just. And I don't know. I just, I think if they were to do a tribe swap, with the with having three tribes immediately, I think the move would be to go from three tribes to two, so that Which it's what a I more, thought they were going to do in forty two. Yeah, so that it's a more diverse group of people from three different tribes. So, say 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 they do it on Wednesday. There's sixteen people left. They do two tribes of eight. That means you're going to have like three, three, and two from the from every tribe. And more likely you're going to get four, three and one or something like that. It's yeah. But you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a good, there's a good chance of having more diversity. So there's more of a set suspense aspect of who's going to vote out. And there's more gameplay that's going to actually be involved instead of, all right. So this person, we don't, we don't know who they are. Easy vote. Yeah. Which is why I, I like the idea of a tribe swap, but I agree that it has its right place. And usually it's when there's a, a, a severe imbalance in mm-hmm. total number of tribes on one tribe versus the others, or you've eliminated already at least a third of the cast. Yeah. And then you really say like, Hey, look, 26 day season. We're yeah, it's almost 10 like days in the- right now. We're going to, we're going to rip the rug out. They do the tribe swap, have a tribal or two and then merge something like that you don't want to do it this early and you know they haven't done one in a while so this season would be perfect like well it makes sense for why they haven't like you said the fact that they have three tribes of six it's a very limited size yeah oh yeah no i'm i'm saying like you mentioned like if there was a decimation of one tribe which is what we saw in 41 with um whatever tribe shannon ricard run it was just them at the end but I don't think they merged just because, or I don't think they did the combination of the tribe swap just because of COVID. I don't think they wanted everyone being swapped around so much. They were just trying to be careful. And, you know, 
maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just didn't want to do that, but that's just kind of what I thought. But now, you know, we're two and a half years into COVID being existent in the world. I think they're much more lenient on just things like that. So I think yeah, unless I'm, there's the logistics with a lot of staff being involved in those tribe swaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where I kind of perceived it differently. Not that either your perception or mine is right. And the other one's wrong, but I don't think COVID had anything to do with a limit to, to tribe swap simply because they're all already on the Island. They're already for the most part in isolation. Um, they did two weeks of intake or, or more, right. Um, where they, they quarantined took testing, all that stuff. So once you're out there, you're fine. And yeah. if you're with the five people here or you move to a different group of people, everyone's safe. So that was my perspective, uh, perception of it, but that, but I, I think it's more about gameplay and that they yeah. wanted to try something different. Like they, they completely ripped the rug out, right? They said last season or excuse me, 41. So last year, one full year ago, drop the four, keep the one and that became the model of the season. Cause it's se- season 41, but it felt like a brand new show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One. And yeah, it, it definitely has felt like a brand new show because, you know, you think back to season 40 was winners at war and I didn't watch that one live. I watched that one, you know, at some point during lockdown, but I remember watching that one and just thinking, yep, this is survivor with um, a few little twists and stuff with a bunch of, you know, old players whereas now it feels completely different like this gameplay compared to winners at war with the edge of extinction stuff it just it doesn't compare because even though winners at war had things like edge of extinction fire tokens you still had idols it still had a lot of stuff going on this one has a lot of stuff going on but it just has a different feel to it you know yeah but yeah, I think I think this coming episode is going to be one that it's it's going to be an important one because if you look at it right now, there's two tribes that are down one, and then blue has its full six. So I think after this week, it's either going to be even at five five five, or there's going to be one tribe with four people. And if we've seen anything, it's that. The tribes that have l- like lower amounts of people going into the merge, either those people get picked off or those people are viewed as assets. Yeah, it's almost weird. Like in 41 and 42, having an early deficit almost galvanized the tribes, mm-hmm. right? Like you had season 41, you had Ricard and Shan just running the show immediately. They they, they, they had the, the, the people skills to immediately, because right, you're, you're swing vulture in the middle, right? You had mm-hmm. two tribes that were going at each other and you guys were, were caught in limbo and you could decide the fate however you wanted. Um, as opposed to season 42, when you had, I forget the name of the yellow tribe, the one with Jonathan and Marianne. Yeah. They went down early and then they just didn't lose challenges. They yeah, just started exactly. the jets. And then they made it all. They basically made it all the way to the end. Or I think those four made were made at least the final six. Maybe yeah, final I think five. so. So it, it is weird how that it worked out that way. Now it's not always a motivating motivating factor. Sometimes you lose because you're just collectively the weaker group of people. You're just functional and you fall apart. We've seen that plenty of times too. Um, like look at Survivor Philippines with <laughs> Denise. Like she went to. Every single tribal council. Every the fact that she won tribe. is a credit to her individual yeah. gameplay, but the tribes she was on were all disastrous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it didn't help them, right? The people who were on her, her original tribe um, didn't suddenly figure their gameplay out. They just sucked. Went away. They went away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I, I get what you're saying in that it is a, a pivotal episode in the show. I think every every time you you take like what is it like every 20 or 25% into an elimination in terms of like the total starting cast, right? Mm-hmm. So you start with, with 20 with- people, every four, every fourth or fifth elimination ends up being a big one in terms yeah. of 
what it does to the numbers. I'm sure there's a whole study behind that you could get into. But um, yeah, if you get, even if you get to six, five, four, though, after this week, I think more importantly than the numbers, though, is the actual conflicts. Yeah. uh, The way, if there's any big moves, uh, any new, I don't think they teased any, any big surprises or any twists or anything like that, but there's so much more that we've seen that, than just the numbers, right? Like in the past, like seasons, the first 10, if you went down a couple number of, of episodes, a, a couple number of, uh, of players, immediately you're just like at a disadvantage and it felt like you were up against it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's so much more than just how many people are in your tribe. It's yeah. all the underlying factors. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think I have any more to say about this. Um, you know, we've, like I said, we uh, have been busy the last couple weeks or so. Um, so we just wanted to get a full on like recap of everything. But uh, do you have anything else? Well, look, let, let's just end this real quick, um, just so we have some something good to, to go out on. Okay, uh, let's do like a. Uh, a temperature of of your original draft team. Okay, we each lost one person, so we both have eight people left. Um, kind of like a who's hot, who's not style mm-hmm. thing. So I want you to give me one person who's maybe like like an internal power rankings thing. I kind of like um, like one person who you drafted who you're feeling really good about, and one person who you're concerned about. Now, okay, for me, I guess I'll go first. And person mm-hmm. I'm not feeling great about. We already said at the beginning of the show, Jesse's my winner pick. Yeah. Um, Looks like he's playing a really good game. Foil, I teased a little bit that he may be in some hot water, so, and it may be nothing. It may just be like a red herring. But I'm not feeling great about that. And the person who I am actually feeling pretty good about is Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, for all the reasons we talked about, I know that that's kind of boring because we already spent time in the episode talking about them. But um, it was like very clear that those are the emotions I felt after watching the first two episodes. So that's where I'm at now. I know some of the players on your team we haven't by proxy haven't spoken about as much but I'll, I'll turn it over to you yeah so especially in this last episode a lot of players on my team just you like you have what is it oh you have three on the from red i have also have three from red but like my last two picks were both cody and dwight um so i think my outside of those two and noel mine really has not gotten that much screen time um, so I'll go with someone I'm feeling pretty good about is Noel because I think right. she's not on the outside, but she kind of is to the point where she has control. And what I mean by that is she didn't really, she was not involved in the vote from last week at all. She did because she wanted NECA to go. She did not want Justine out, but She's now in a position where nobody was thinking, let's vote out Noel, even though she sat out the, the immunity challenge. So I think she's in a position now where she, if she does have to scramble, she definitely can do that and, you know, come out on top. It's interesting. I kind of figured you'd go Carla. Carla, I, you know, I am high on her, but not to the point where I ha- am like overly high just because she really was not apparent at all in the last episode. That's true. Not, not the first, but I think she made a good play in, in the premiere when they went to the go take an adventure Island. Mm-hmm. Someone said something on Twitter that I forgot to, to bookmark. It was, it was a fun name. Um, talking about like the big rock or something that was there, but yeah. Um, uh, essentially, she made the one smart play and didn't risk her vote. Yeah, and everyone was like, "At this point, no advantages matter. Your 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 lifeblood, your vote is your lifeblood, or something." Along mm-hmm. those lines. And I was like, "Look, this this girl's a gamer." And I yeah. said it. Remember when I first we blindly we didn't even see the videos. We just had the pictures of the tribes, and I was like, "Oh, Carla, Carla, like, future just, like, winner." Just, like, yep. And uh, that's just where I thought you were going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone I'm not high on right now is Cody. Nothing personal by that at all either. I think he's a weird he's a weirdo, 
but he's he makes great television. The reason I'm not high on him right now is because he has put so much of a spotlight on himself. His tribe knows exactly who he is. And there's a reason that he was under the spot. He was under the, you know, he was in everyone's crosshairs this past episode. He got a vote and he has an idol now, which is good, but I think that's not going to help him. Dwight knows he has an idol or that Dwight knows he has the beware advantage. I don't know if he shared that it's an idol in the process, but at the same time, Cody also didn't share with Dwight that he got the beads. So Dwight's not going to trust him now. And I think everyone's just going to be very wary of what Cody does because after that vote of getting Justine out, they're going to realize, hmm, maybe he's actually kind of playing the game and not just being this crazy 30 something year old guy that just wants to be living all the time. You know, I think Cody's someone who could really benefit from a tribe swap. Yes. Because I feel like he has such an infectious, happy go lucky attitude Mm -hmm. that before it starts rubbing his current tribe the wrong way, he can pivot somewhere else and find new friends there. Yeah. If he can get his way to the merge, now he's got like eight friends. If he can pull off a, if they do a tribe swap within the next few episodes, right, right before the, his tribe starts talking again. Yeah. That was a yawn. (laughs) You can edit that out. Nah, it's fine. That's funny. (laughs) I think if he, he, like you said, he meets some new people. He, you know, kind of draws them in with his personality and all of a sudden he has ties with everyone. He so he really needs to be the, he really needs to meet a lot more people in this what? No, no, I sorry. Your hands are floating. Oh yeah, because of the green screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think he has potential, but right now I think he's in a bit of a tough spot just because of how this last episode ended. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, look, I think it's a good spot to, to wrap up um, kind of a, kind of a, a lot in a, in a double episode, a episode one and two recap slash episode three preview, but hopefully we'll be back here um, probably by the weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with our, our third episode of the season. And um, fuck, if there's nothing else, uh, you good, Alex? I'm good. Perfect. Well, we'll catch you, everyone, uh, next week. And uh, thanks for tuning in.